Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hell or High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D Hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Greetings, Riddlers. Riddle me re, riddle me roo, I've got a glorious offer for you. You can listen to all these riddles I've found. I'm giving them away due to zero demand. So if you want to riddle, just come to my cave. We'll have a blast, a total riddle rave. I was born like this and I cannot stop. Please listen to my riddles before I drop, because if people don't listen, then my, my, my. Seriously, if no one listens, then I'll die. Please, listen to my riddles. I've got nothing left. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Hell or High Roller. Yeah! The I dozen. <laughs> the what? The dozen. We've the dozen. dozen. Yeah, the filthy dozen. That's what we are today. Oh. <laughs> Except there's only five of us. Uh, but we are Hello High Rollers. Yeah, we know that. I'm Dave. I'm your GM. Hello, everyone. Ah, you know what my job is by now. Let's ke- let's let's keep moving. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk, and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a barbarian Goliath. A little interesting thing about Glubrick is Glubrick was the first person to bring postal dating to Faerun. It was kind of like Faerun's equivalent to Tinder. So people would draw sketches of themselves and pictures of themselves, and he'd go and post it to other people, thinking they might match up. But like Tinder, it was completely sour because people just started sending, you know, dictures and uh, <laughs> titches. But but uh, it was where Glubrick found his first girlfriend. Oh, who was yeah. she? A goat. No, no, I don't know. Oh, no, Glubrick. reverse, reverse. It just came to my head. It wasn't, it's not a goat. Let's not a that. Ghost. He did not lay with a goat. A ghost. A ghost. His girlfriend was a ghost? Yeah. So he fell in love with a dead person. He fell in love with a dead person, yeah. Like a, like a ghost. But there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Adam. Just sad. <laughs> 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 Talking of ghosts, I'm Adam Megiddo and I play the role of Eric Sanguinius, the necromancer who lives alone in the High Viz Tower out in the Rodney Marsh. We know that Eric has been involved in some theatricals, theatrical experiments over the over the uh, previous episodes, and in the, the zombies in the tower have a sports day. <laughs> the main event is the 100 metre stagger. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. He'll be and, here all night. <laughs> I, unfortunately, yes. And now I bow out <laughs> to Ellie Morris. Hi, everybody. My name is Ellie Morris and I play Ghoul, who is a five inch tall mushroom. Yes, you heard it right. He's a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that anyone hasn't got it to that point. Episode 12. Like, episode like, what? Yeah. A mushroom. Yeah. Wait. Guys, he's a mushroom. Something about Ghoul is that the... Uh, 
the fun guys, when they need to get a little bit of extra cash in the bank, they hire themselves out as chess pieces. And so they... I uh, really think that speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. you can imagine what, <laughs> what goes on. They, they travel around to tournaments. And oh, wow. They get to see a bit of the world. Wow. But they actually think it's like a play, but maybe they're just being played. <gasps> oh. I'm Henry Shields and I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. the Aromatherapist. (laughs) Yes. I stifled a laugh. Why are you stifling laughs? I didn't want to laugh at that one, but I did laugh. I'm desperate for those laughs, Dave. Don't stifle them. Okay, give it to me again. Aromatherapist. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Human ranger, blame dodger, advertising for a lodger. <laughs> Since Henley died, he's uh, worried about the loss he's making on his empty home in the woods. So during that episode where he uh, got to speak to Greg and Sylvie, it, w- it wasn't included. You didn't hear it, but there was a moment where he said to Greg, uh, "If you could just list the uh, the properties available for rent, because we really need to cover the bills." And uh... and he's no way of knowing if that's worked. No, yeah, he doesn't know, but he, he's hoping you know maybe get a, get a lodger in, cover some of the mortgage repayments. He's he's got to cover the cost of two properties his own and Sylvie's you know, it's a lot a lot to put on a dead guy you know yeah. <laughs> it's a lot and in the current climate very difficult oh it's so difficult right now but before we descend mm. down that economic <laughs> rabbit hole should we begin episode 12 of yeah. Hell or High Roller yeah, yeah. So we last left our happy boys in the reactor core of the third layer of hell. And Gluebrick very bravely took the grenade, took that Ned, Such took that little Edward. Brave man. And <laughs> walked into the chamber that houses the core and has locked himself in. Now, the role I got you to do at the end of the last episode, uh, you got a 10, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was to determine how many minutes Gluebrick has before he is consumed by the darkness of the reactor core. I guess, and the, the idea is that I'd want to explode the grenade before then. Before you die. Because exactly. that would be a waste of life and a waste of time for <laughs> and the whole episode. Yes, yep, so yep, got you. So Eric was making an impassioned speech. Henley is stood naked. Ghoul is in the toad bag and Thunden is completely shocked as the security team that uh, the tours had distracted in our previous episode pour back in to the room and are rushing at you guys. And Thunden turns to all of you and it's just like uh, that was a, a noble sacrifice uh, but we, we have to go now okay we've got 10 minutes right 10 minutes yes let's get out of here first stop i need to get my trousers back you need to go you, you want to go get your trousers i'm going straight back into that room so you're running straight into the security force um, yeah i Henry, also I, mean, Henry, I didn't sacrifice myself so you could get some fucking trousers <laughs> get out firstly i'm not leaving the trousers behind <laughs> secondly i have to get greg's soul coin because it was around my neck and when we went to hamster size i would have dropped it so it's there oh so yeah you're gonna run you're running at the the massive security force i'm gonna have to okay so uh, i'm gonna just explain how this works Okay, I'm going to give you 10 real-time minutes, all right? I'm going to set a timer on my phone. And every now and again, we're going to cut back and check in on Glubrick. And don't worry, I will stop the timer when that happens, all right? But if anyone is left in the reactor after the 10 minutes, instant kill. Ooh. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. So I've got a table of complications. I'm going to get you to roll a d20, and you're going to get a random complication on that table. And you can try and overcome that complication with your quick wit. <laughs> okay. Fast thinking. So your 10 minutes starts now. All right, Eric, can you use your mage hand to grab Greg's soul and ideally a pair of trousers as well? I'm on it. Thank you. What are you guys talking about? We're just... No, 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 Glubrick. You just... You, you, you do you in there, okay? I'm Keep, a hero. You yes. are. Keep on being noble. Oh. <laughs> okay, we run. I cast got, mage hand. So, Eric, you're casting mage hand. Where are you sending it? Uh, I'm sending it to get the trousers and the soul coin. Okay, great. So you're sending off and you guys are, are running away from the security force. Yeah, right? okay. So we'll yeah. run in the other direction okay. and get away. Yeah, yeah. so you, yeah. you spot a, a kind of tunnel that will... Uh, you, you don't know where it leads, but Thunden uh, sort of says, I, I, I think we can head this way. We've we just got to keep moving and get away from the security force. So we're going to go round and actually, Eric, just straight away roll me an intelligence check. 15. 15. So your mage hand finds the soul coin and does not find the trousers. Oh, come on. <laughs> but you don't know that Dean's pretty good. Yeah. So we're uh, we're going to keep going around. So roll me uh, a d20, Adam. That's a two. A two. So a stack of crates blocks your way. Ah! 
Damn it! Uh, this is my way, uh, blocking my way, not the mage hands. Your way, yeah. Thunder wave. You cast thunder wave, and uh, yeah, just roll me a, a straight attack roll. That's a five plus six. Yeah, great. So that's 11. So yeah, that is enough to smash the straight out of the way. And that is a success. You have passed through your first one. Ghoul, roll me a d20. Okay. Ghoul's jumped out of the bag, by the way, just because... Just it's... bounding along. Yeah, he's bounding. I got a two. A two. Another... Uh, also a stack of crates blocks your oh, way. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> same stack. God damn. But to you, that's deck. like a, a building, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What are these crates made of? Wood? Yeah. Uh, just to say two and a half minutes gone. Fuck. Oh, oh my yeah, God. this is real time. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mold the earth um and uh to try and smash them up to yeah to to try and like make them fall so, like make a hole so they kind of fall tumble down right roll me a d20 okay wait 16 16 yep you managed to do that nice. henley roll me a d20 six you come across a pack of lemurs fighting over food <laughs> I ignore them and run on. Very good. <laughs> good, 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 good luck, guys. We're gonna we're gonna pause and go to Glubrick. And uh, Glubrick is is in the uh, in the chamber. And uh, okay. what's he what's he doing? So I'm standing there and I'm seeing my friends run away. Suddenly feeling a bit lonely. And I see the guards, yeah, yep. that are like running after them. So I'm knocking on the on the, on the window and like, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, look at me! <laughs> trying to distract the I'm breaking in. I'm gonna kill all you. Nice. And the time is going to restart. And Eric, roll me a d20. Uh, I rolled an 11. An 11. A burst pipe is venting a foul-smelling mist that stings your eyes. Roll me a constitution saving throw. I roll a 12. 12. You take 1d4 of damage and you have disadvantage on your next check. I can't even pick up the d4 because <laughs> the pressure's so intense. Okay, I lose one. Just one. One, and you have disadvantage on your next check. Ghoul, roll okay. me a d20. Oh my god. Uh, 19. 19. You hear a distant howling, and you are approached by four devil dogs. <gasps> Holy shit. I am going to... Oh my god, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? God damn. Four a, minutes gone. Entangle, entangle! You're going to cast entangle. Yeah. The dogs are going to roll a strength save against your DC, which is 14. They roll an 18, and they attack you. That's one <gasps> failure. You are stuck where you are. Oh shit. Oh, Henley, you see Ghoul fall behind. Yeah. You can either stop and help or oh. you can keep moving. I'm going to stop and help. I'm going to go back and try and help Ghoul. Very good. Okay, so roll me a d20. 12. You find an enchanted carpet that beckons you to jump aboard. Oh. You're with Ghoul as well. You can make this decision together. Oh. Jump on, Henley. Jump yeah, why not? Okay, I can show you the world. Let's go. Very good. You jump on and it slams you straight into a wall. Yes. 1d6 damage to both of you. Never trust That's a fucking idea. carpet, right? We're going to pause the timer and go back to Glubrick. A, uh, a massive uh, devil with a, with a huge sword is as you've caught his attention and he walks over to the window well hi there fine thing and he just smashes his fist into the glass oh missed me <laughs> and we start the timer and we go back to Eric and I'll be a d20 20 nothing happens you yes. keep moving oh Very the good. joy of the critical 20 okay, so that's... Eric only has two more successes left you guys have three because you've been stuck back where yeah. you were okay, okay. cool yeah. roll me a d20 uh, four. A maze of barrels stands in your way, tumbling down oh. like Donkey Kong. Maze of barrels? Yeah, I just dodged them. Great, roll yeah. me an athletics check. Uh, okay. Ooh, an 18. Yeah, that's enough. You weave and duck and weave and through. That's one success and you keep moving. Henley, D20. 16. You come across a group of captured souls that beg for your help. Uh, help us, help us. No! And I run on. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and we pause and we go back to glue brick and mm -hmm. there, a crack has formed in the glass. Oh, oh shit, nearly. <laughs> and uh, as I see that crack, I think my eyes slightly go red and I start to go into a rage and you hear in glue brick's angry rage voice, bashy bash bash time. <laughs> but then I quickly slap myself across the face and I'm like, no, not right now, glue brick. Oh, so Glubrick is resisting. He is trying so hard to not, because he's worried that if suddenly he goes into rage, then, you know, he might leave. He may not set off the grenade. Like, it's all going to go absolutely peak tongue. Oh, he's trying <laughs> to protect his friend. He basically is. And he was like, well, if that was you, you'd get an even harder slap, you strange monster, through the glass. Nice. <laughs> and we start the timer again. Adam, roll me a d20. 18. So you are, um, we're saying that you're with Thunden as well. I forgot to say that at the top. You are running with Yeah, we're Thunden. together. Yeah, so you are both confused. Okay, oh. so roll me a wisdom saving throw. Two. You both are confused and you start running the wrong way. Oh. You stop oh no. and run back towards Henley and Ghoul. Okay, and that's, you, what we that's do. one failure. <laughs> and Ghoul, roll me a d20. 12. 12. The, the magic carpet has returned. Do you want to jump on board? Fuck 
that guy? Uh, <laughs> kick it. You kick the carpet. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to say you do that. The carpet, the carpet was going to help you, but oh, it just flies oh, off. Oh, no. no. It's a fickle carpet. It's a fickle yeah. carpet. <laughs> it's a wacky carpet. Henley, uh, roll me a d20. Oh, man, 15. You hear the sound of approaching footsteps. A battalion of devils is approaching you, but they haven't seen you yet. Oh, oh what do I do? I duck into the shadows? Yep, yeah, roll me a stealth check. 17. 17. Yep, you successfully duck into the shadows and they traipse on past you. I press against the wall, humming my, my theme tune. Which is... Oh, no. Took up a lot of our time. Great, that's eight minutes gone. And of course, we're going to cut back to Gluebrick. So he's currently fighting back his rage. The devil outside is pummeling his sword into the glass and the crack is getting bigger. I want to try and have an arc with myself, a bit like Jacqueline Hyde. Yep. So I'm going to be turning around and I'll be like, no, bad Gluebrick, you need to calm yourself down right now. No, you need to calm yourself down. I'm in charge. I'm the boss. Yeah, no, you're not. You're just a bad man who hurts other people. Like, No, you're a bad man. No, I've got to help my friends. I've got to help my friends now and you're getting in my way. They're not your friends. They don't really like you. They're, they you're a big old pig. And I'm like, I'm not a pig. Don't you dare call me a pig. You know what? You're nothing but, you're like useless. You're like, like a bin. And like, I'm not like a bin. That's really hurt my feelings. You shouldn't say that. Fuck you. No, fuck you now. Fuck you now. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. This is the second time you've said you're useless. You're like a bin. <laughs> yeah, this is where one day we're going to find out why. Someone once him called him a bin and yeah. it hurt. It hurt so it hurt much. Him so much. Uh, and we cut back to uh, Thunden and Eric. And Thunden says, somebody is having an argument with themselves. <laughs> Eric. I'm, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so confused. Six. You come upon a, uh, an, a, a pack of devils fighting over food. We... we... <laughs> A pack of devils fighting over food? Yeah, yeah. Are they distracted enough by the food? Yeah. I grab Thunder by the hand and we run through them. Yeah, nice. That's one success you need. I think that's you. Yeah, you've made it through. You've made it through out of the reactor. Glory be. Uh, We have one minute left. Okay. Okay. Cool. Roll me a d20. One. Uh, An unmoving iron golem has powered down. It's collapsed and it's blocking your way. No, it isn't. I cast... What is it? Iron? Yeah. I'm going to cast heat metal. You're just going to heat it up and melt it. Would it melt? Yeah. Yeah, roll me a d20. Five. Five. It does not melt. It just heats up and you remain in place. Yeah, oh, no. You've got 30 seconds left. Okay. What's going to happen to Ghoul? Well, you gotta, well, I'll come back, but let's keep uh, moving. You've got 30 seconds left. Uh, 16 again. 16. Um, captured souls begging for your help. Fuck help em. us. Help us. You run past. Okay, yeah, I'm you're clear. out. Ghoul going to cut straight back to you. It's hot. It's hot. Okay, roll me a d20. 14. A pun trap. It snaps around your leg. You have to say a pun to get out of it. Um, okay, out. you've got 10 seconds. The, uh, if you're trappy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> nice. Okay, and the, the, the pun traps as it springs shut. It just fires you straight through the open door and you make it out just in time with literally two seconds left. Yeah. And Ghoul, as you fly clear of the blast of the reactor, you are followed swiftly by the mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> the soul coin of Henley's son, but no pair of trousers. Oh. You are all clear of the blast. <laughs> the three of you and Thunden are outside the reactor door, and we we cut back into Gluebrick for his final moment. Okay. And as we cut back to you having your argument with yourself, the devil smashes through the glass and grabs you by the throat. Okay, so I'm mid-argument. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean you don't like my hair? No, I just think you, you, you could have had a better choice of hair. And then as it grabs me, and pulls me in. I'm going like, no, bad glue brick. I'm the hero. I'm in charge. I'm glue brick. And I <laughs> pull the pin out. Right. I let go. And glue brick explodes. Oh. And in a bright Ooh. flash of light, the reactor core overloads. As you escape the reactor, you hear the sound of the bomb you have just set growing louder and louder. The bomb detonates with a deafening roar, sending a wave of heat and energy through the core chamber, and the reactor core is engulfed in a massive explosion. The intense heat and force of the blast sends debris flying everywhere. Inside the reactor, the core is ripped apart, the metal and the hellfire tearing apart under the force of the explosion, and any creatures caught in the blast are vaporized in an instant. The walls of the chamber crack and crumble and the floor buckles and the ceiling collapses. The sound of the explosion echoes through the infernal realm, a deafening roar that can be heard on all nine layers. The flames and the heat of the blast can be seen in the distance. It is a beacon of destruction that marks the end of the reactor core. The screams of the processed souls begin to cease 
and are replaced with the shattering echo of twisting metal rending and tearing as this titan of iron and steel collapses before your very eyes. As you step away, you feel the heat and the force of the blast on your face. The ground trembles beneath you and debris rains down all around you. And seeing the destruction you have caused, suddenly you feel a heavy weight of responsibility upon your shoulders, knowing that this will have changed the balance of power in the Nine Realms, and its consequences will be far-reaching. Whoa. Henley says, that's a bit of an overreaction. Gundam <laughs> <laughs> looks at you and says, not your best. <laughs> How would you even know? You barely know me, Thunden. <laughs> to be fair, she's good at sensing yeah. story and plot. Looking to Thunden, you see she has dropped to her knees. She is silhouetted by the roaring flames of the reactor's wreckage, and she seems to have a mixed reaction of crying and laughing. She slumps over and appears to pick up something from the ground, and you see relief finally takes over her body. You see her shoulders relax, and she turns to you with tears in her eyes and she holds out her hand and in it is a small sapling a tiny little tree an uncorrupted piece of life and she says I cannot thank you enough and she wipes tears from her eyes and turns and says let's get you to the portal yes come with us and from a distance you hear a scream coming from above you oh God. as firing in from the skies of Miraos <laughs> Glubrick hurtles towards the ground and slams into the earth but before you hit the ground Glubrick this is what you see as you are falling through the skies you feel a, uh, a weightlessness and your surroundings no longer feel like earth or air but water and you open your eyes to see that you are floating underwater but you have no need for air it feels comfortable above you there is a bright light its reflection shows the surface of the water and the shadow of what looks like a body floating above you you swim upwards towards the body and you turn its face to meet yours and you are met with a sight that you never thought you would see again it is the face of your mother Mm. The second she sees you, her eyes widen in panic. Suddenly your chest constricts and your lungs are empty, desperately gasping for air. You reach out and you grab your mother, but she is launched 10 feet further underwater. You swim down after her, she is screaming and she's clawing at nothing, desperate to find a way to the surface. You reach her again and she is again pulled another 10 feet under. Your mouth opens and you inhale lungfuls of water and your lungs start to burn in your chest. You look to the surface, but it's no longer there. You look back to your mother and as you turn, her face is right next to yours. Her eyes are burning red with fire, boiling the water around her, and she starts laughing. And she just says, Pathetic, you'll never find me. You take in a huge breath, and your eyes snap open, and you slam into the ground. And you are now back on Mineros. Ooh. Happy birthday. Oh, oh hey, hey guys. Glubrick. What's up? Oh, well, and I feel the top of my head. And you have a tiny set of little devil horns. And roll me a d10. Oh, God. Here we go. A one. <laughs> We've never had a one. We've had many ones on this podcast. But oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. This. Glubrick, you have shifted through the planes of existence so much that you now gain precognition. You can look five seconds into the future. <gasps> Every, all the time. Oh. Wait. Okay. <laughs> you can look five seconds into the future, but the planes are not stable. Every time you do this, you will take one D8 of psychic damage. The amount of D8s increase by one each time. It does not reset and it continues to stack and the damage cannot be negated. Okay. Wow. But it's useful in certain situations if we don't know what might happen if we do this kind of thing. Um, so you can look five seconds into the future. Every time you do, you take a D8 of damage. Next time wow. you do it, you take two D8s, three D8s, four D8s, five D8s. Yeah. That's cool. great. I like that. So it's a very, it's a, it's an amazing thing, but it will, it will very quickly it will cost start me. to stack. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I help Glubrick to his feet and I say, uh, are you all right? You feel okay? Yeah. I, yeah well, no, it, it, I didn't think I'd feel it. I thought it'd be like adrenaline and I'd die, but it really fucking hurt. <laughs> God, it was painful. I've exploded. Glubrick, mm -hmm. thank you. Oh, please, please. You mustn't. <laughs> you mustn't. It was just, I don't know. I just felt it in the moment. I just thought. I There's no time for this. We have to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I had a little dream when I died and I well, think I was a fish. 
This is as I'm running. <laughs> Nothing about your long lost mother. Glover just thought he was a fish. Look, we need to get out of here. We just blew up the reactor. We've destabilized the entire plane of existence. We gotta run. There is an ominous silence, and all around you, imps, devils, and orcs stare open mouthed at huge gouts of green flame belching black smoke into the open air where the reactor once stood. And this silence is broken by screeching metal, the spider web network of twisting pipes that branches out from the reactor and runs all over the city. This network of pipes starts to collapse and fall before your very eyes. And you see these strange glowing lights emerge from the ruins. The lights drift gently into the air and spread out towards the edge of the city. Thunden looks to the skies and says, the souls, the souls are free. So all of the souls that were trapped in the reactor are now scattered through the skies of Mineros, all free and floating around. Oh, d- oh. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, wow. However, your excitement is oh. short-lived. <laughs> Suddenly, you feel the ground shift beneath you and your eyes are drawn to the four gargantuan chains that connect the city to the underside of Bezos high above. With the reactor destroyed, the swamp which the city was floating on is beginning to drain away and the city's entire weight is now resting on the chains and the dubious foundations below. With a sound like the death rattle of a vast metallic god, one of the chains snaps. <laughs> All of you and the horde of devil creatures now flooding the streets struggle to keep your feet as the entire city lurches to one side. Cries of panic fill the air and are lit by a gentle glow of souls floating above and a stampede begins. Oh. You are all now in a stampede. Oh god. So everyone roll me. Choose strength or dexterity. Strength. Brilliant. Oh my god, I got a five. I got a natural one. Natural one for Henley. A, a, a natural 20. A natural 20. 11. And Thunden also got a natural 20. It's fated. Oh, wow. It's fated. It's, it's in the stars. <laughs> so, uh, Bluebrick, Ghoul and Hendley are, are shoved and pushed to the ground and Hendley is being trampled naked. I am and I have to point something out here. I, I kept forgetting to do this. I have to roll on the wild magic table. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because I got a natural one and I forgot to do it last time. So I should roll twice, really. So I've got a slightly expanded table for this. So first of all, roll me a d20. 16. You are going to roll on the rare effect table. Ooh. Okay, so roll me two d100s. Two d100s? Yeah, one for this natural one and one for the last natural oh, one course, that we didn't yes. do. Okay, first one is 86. And the next one? 42. So... Okay. Has this ended me? So the first thing that happens is everyone around you, so all of the, the people that are stampeding you within a 10-foot radius, just vanish. Oh. <laughs> Completely disappear. And you are t- you're totally fine. Oh, wow. Uh, they just vanish. You're stood in the middle of it. And the second thing that happens is you become invisible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh for how long? Uh, I think it's just uh, just one minute. Gra- okay, fine, yeah. fine, fine. So Henley is, Henley is fine, but Ghoul is still down. Henley! Henley! Don't worry, Ghoul. I'm here, and I pick up Ghoul. So yeah. he's a floating mushroom. A little floating I mushroom. I can fly! Yes, and Ghoul, you can. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and Thunden and Eric have just found a, somehow a little oasis in the in the middle of the stampede. And uh, Glubrick has also been knocked prone as well. You're on the ground. Oh, okay. Uh, is there people just stamping over yeah, me? Yeah, trampling over you. Okay. Eric, are you safe? Can I hear him? Yeah, yeah. I say to Thunden, let's make our way. Let's try and regroup. Yes, yes, we should we should get your friend. And uh, we run over, we, we help you to your feet. And Great. we see a floating ghoul approaching. Oh my God. Ghoul can fly. That's right, bitch. No. <laughs> it's me, it's me, I'm here. I, I don't even need trousers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what happened? Uh, I'm invisible. Wild magic. Don't worry about it. We, we need to go. The city is now hanging on just three chains. We need to get out of here before it collapses. Uh, Henley, you feel a little tap on your shoulder and it's the mage hand holding the soul coin. Oh, uh, thank you. I hang it around my neck. And so you guys are keeping moving with the with a kind of throng of people. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're letting Thunden lead us to the portal. Yeah, as you approach the outskirts of the city, they, uh, they start to broaden and you can see that this heaving mass of creatures is disappearing further ahead, much like if you were in a river approaching a waterfall. So this seething mass of creatures is just pouring off the edge of of the city that you're on, the big plate that you're on. Okay, we need to we need to get out of this flood of of panicking creatures. Yeah. Is there a building nearby or something like that? Yeah, yeah, there's still all the buildings around from the the city. Okay, let's try and get on top of one of the buildings. Yeah. Above the crowd. Well I can fly, so (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I toss ghoul onto one of the buildings. (laughs) Great. So you uh, yeah, you throw ghoul up and are you guys climbing the outside of the buildings, running inside? What are you doing? I run inside the building and look for stairs. Yeah, I, yeah, I follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll say that I you can't guys, fly. You guys go up the stairs and actually, uh, Henley, roll me an uh, athletics check. <laughs> 18. Yeah, you managed to throw ball up to the top of the building and are you following up the stairs as well? No, I'm climbing up the side of the building. Come okay, on. roll me an acrobatics check. <laughs> 19. 19, yeah, you, you do it. You no one it. sees how good the climbing yeah. was. Well, yeah, this is the first time I've nailed it and no, uh-huh. it, no one could ever know. Yeah, and you get to the top of the building, you're, you climb up, these guys get up to the roof as well. And I say, guys, I, I just, I, I really just jumped up the side of the building. It was amazing. Sorry, I was too busy watching Ghoul fly. No, I never. That was, that was, that was amazing. Unbelievable. Uh, come on, Henley. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, from here, you can see the uh, the swamp that surrounded the city has drained away, and it's leaving a huge empty basin, dozens of miles wide, crisscross with rivulets of pools of poisonous water. And the city is suspended a uh, hundred feet above the ground with a constant stream of panicking devils pouring over the edge to the basin so where are below. they going? They're like filling up a sink. They're, well, they're just crashing into the rocks. They're just trying to escape the city because oh. the city is, is about to collapse. You're on basically a huge plate that is... But we need to get underneath the plate. Well, that's yeah. where the portal is, yeah. Yeah. We're in a giant empty sink and we're, we're suspended on a plate that's hanging from chains, but the chains are going to break. Okay. Right. So are we all agreed that what we need is to fly? Yeah. Yes, ideally. I take out the wild, what used to be the wild magic box <gasps> that now gives us whatever we want. Yes! Oh, shit, okay. And let's get a Zeppelin. Woo! <laughs> and get a Zeppelin. Yeah, we're going to get an Holy airship. Holy shit. We're going to okay. get an airship okay, so, so that we can fly down underneath the plate. That's amazing. That's so great. Amazing. So you pull out this very nondescript, seemingly fairly innocuous looking box with no name, a little button on it, and you press it and the uh, the box dissolves in your hands and a little voice in there just says, Granted. And <laughs> next to you in midair, boop, a huge Zeppelin is just there floating in the air. But the issue is there's no one to crew it, so it, it, it does start to descend. Okay, uh, wait, jump let's on. get on. All we'll aboard! Jump on the Zeppelin. And yeah. I say, great work, Eric. I wonder if we could have just asked the box for a portal. Well, <laughs> now, of course, we'll never know. <laughs> it's true. And that mystery is part of what keeps us going. <laughs> <laughs> but also remember that you have been given something. At some point, at my discretion, something will be taken away from you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you oh. don't know what it is. We've just pressed that button so easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh I had a lot God. of rope we could have used. <laughs> you could I mean you could have done. You yeah. Have, you also had Featherfall. But there's so many options. There's style in this. Yeah, yeah there's there's style. Really okay, let's so let's crash a Zeppelin. Yeah. So Great. you're all gonna run and, and jump on the Zeppelin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I right. mean if you're gonna go through a portal, you can either feather fall through a for- portal, you can swing on a rope. I'm taking a Zeppelin. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so you all jump uh, I'm gonna say the Zeppelin's close enough to the to the building that you, you make it on safely nice. and you're now in the I don't know what that's called the little housing cockpit underneath and you guys are you guys are in there there's lots of controls and, and stuff you can you can try and fly it around if you want but you are gently floating towards Anything the empty swamp is there a forward button <laughs> uh, yeah roll me uh, roll me an intelligence check Natural 20. Yeah, yeah. It's just, Henley, you're just like, yeah, I know how to fly this thing. Oh, I remember my Zeppelin days. Say, like, <laughs> up, down, forward, back. This is just like the Zeppelins they have back in the woods. <laughs> I take us forward. <laughs> yeah, you take us forward. And where are you heading to? So over the edge. I'm going to take us over the edge of the city kind of dish that yeah. the city's on and float us down and try and turn us around so we can get a look at what is underneath. Yeah, I'm going to say that you just absolutely nail that manoeuvre as you're floating, to, as you get to the edge of the, the city. 
city, you see like lots of devils trying to like scrabble and trying to jump on the Zeppelin, but they, they're just diving into, into midair and not making it at all. So yeah, turning back, you see the uh, enormous disc of the city hanging there. Imps and devils continue to shower down from all sides and the city casts a huge deep black shadow beneath it and all you can make out in the darkness are vague outlines of huge rocky foundations on which the city rests and there is a tiny distant pinprick of green light okay i mean do we definitely want to just fly straight into the darkness there maybe we should land it and kind of like investigate slowly and land the zeppelin on the rocks below okay great so as you as you land it yeah you see a familiar looking imp run down furiously flapping its tiny little wings and manages to land safely in in the, in the basin of the portal. A familiar familiar. A familiar familiar. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very nice. And so, yeah, the uh, you see this familiar looking imp just be like, ah, 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 portal. Gotta get to the fucking portal. Okay. Uh, Look who it is. So you're just shouting that over the Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you yeah. can't hear it. Have we you not just it? Just me. Your voice just goes on the wind. From Pooch's he just hears... <laughs> so as it's just landing, I jump off and I go, did you hear what I just said? What? Did you hear what I just said up there? Because no. you didn't respond to me. No, he's, um, what the fuck, man? And he starts running towards the portal. You wait right here right now, sister. He's still running. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Sister, come here. He's and then still I, running. I, I, oh, um, guys, keep up. I'm Moving. chasing him. No, why are you chasing this imp? We okay. don't need him. <laughs> no, we don't. Focus. Yeah. Okay, you do you. And then and I come back. It's like, okay, guys, we've really got to get going. <laughs> and so uh, Pooch, he immediately starts hopping and flapping and heading towards the, the pitch black. And as he... His, uh, as the sound of his little little pitter patter of his feet and his wings recedes, uh, you see a patch of shadow, slightly darker than the rest, start to move, and you hear the sound of leathery flesh unfurling and something breathing in the darkness, and you hear a panic squeal from Pooch, and you just hear, and then silence. <gasps> Thank God I didn't run after him. <laughs> My days, that would have been bad. Okay, yeah. we don't go into the darkness, but we've got to get to the portal somehow. So where is that green dot? We, 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 we So we can see that right at the, in the bottom of the basin underneath the city. We can see a tiny little prick of light in the darkness, but to get there, we've got to somehow get through this black. So we, we need some kind of magical light. Mm. Oh, you think it's a light thing? Thunder. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's still with you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've been quite quiet up to this point. You guys have been doing really well with the Zeppelin. And that <laughs> box is so cool. I mean, that's a... I know. I know it's it's. One and you, I can't believe you had that. You're so resourceful. Oh, stop it! Yeah. I, I, I stop it. Guys, the <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> look, maybe that maybe if we go around the city, we'll find a tunnel or something, some kind of sheltered area that will get us through, or maybe a pathway. I agree. Great. You know how to fly this thing excellently. It must be said. I do. It's. I know it so well that I don't even need to roll again, <laughs> and I just get back in the zeppelin. And I'm, take... I'm going to give you that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you do. so soon you notice that as you go around the outskirts of this kind of. Bar, in the city. You notice that it isn't quite as dark around you as it was before. Looking up, you see the glowing balls of light that escaped from the reactor pipes. They float gently down, illuminating your surroundings as you drift around the crater floor. As they touch the rocky ground, they sink and disappear. And then after a moment, you see little green buds push up through the rocks and they grow to a few inches tall and each of these buds opens and starts to spread a little flower releasing a shower of tiny sparks and bits of light that drift away on the wind and you see Thunden has a little tear in her eye and she just says the layer is returning to what it once was it is becoming the oasis and oh, this that is beautiful moment of peace is shattered as a bearded devil crashes to the ground an explosion of blood and gore Oops, less beautiful <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's keep moving so as you're flying around in the zeppelin just remind me what what specifically are you looking for so we're looking into the darkness and trying to see if anything is different like we, we yep. need some kind of we need it we need a clue or a hint or something so you're looking for just another potentially another way in halfway or, or something because okay. you know this way is bad yeah i'm what hoping is, for like a okay. i'm thinking of that scene in the lord of the rings return of the king where they go into the uh, into the big the cracks between the two like like valley of where the ghosts are yes yeah you know what i mean big ghost valley big ghost valley i saw henry shields feeling vulnerable about his nerdiness yeah i really did i shouldn't have said the full name of the movie and i really lost faith mate if you're gonna be nerdy on any podcast it's a D &D one it's true okay so the 
the the cracks into the mountain that they go where the yeah. ghosts are in Re- Return of the King. Okay, that's okay. what I'm looking for. Okay, so in this in this new dim light that's kind of slowly descending around you, you see a shape ahead of you. It's what looks like a large, smooth hill rising out of the jagged rocks. And as you get closer, you start to see that the hill is moving ever so slightly. In fact, it's breathing. The hills have eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You hear a painful, rasping breath and a creature moans in agony. And you recognise this creature as the gargantuan worm. Ah, the worm. When you first got here. Oh, yeah. And it has been left beached on the rocks, gasping for air. Oh, I can talk to this worm because I can speak Infernal. Okay, I, I, I bring the Zeppelin to hover directly in front of the worm. Nice, yeah, yeah. This natural 20 is really going far oh, yeah, for you. <laughs> can they hover? Zeppelins? They, yeah. All they do is hover. That's their whole thing. They're, they're big at hovering. They're yeah. Good hovering. Okay, for now, I will accept <laughs> yes. that, that we hover, Thank but you, I'm going to do some more research. I can be more specific if you can't reverse. Okay, you know what? I, I bring you've, just, to... you've just brought a Zeppelin in front of a giant mystical worm. You <laughs> want to know if it can hover. Yeah. <laughs> hey. We shouldn't bend reality's rules. No, you're right. So I reverse the engines to bring us to a halt, and then I release some of the gas from the Zeppelin to lower us so we're just above the, the beast's eye line. And right. then I throw some ballast over the side so that we come to a hover. Chris, you happy? <laughs> yeah, is that all right? I'm, I think I'll... Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was low on poetry, but it was high on accuracy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you, you managed to hover in front of the huge worm that is dying in the basin. The worm is acceptable. I like yeah. the worm. Yeah. The worm can stay. No problem with the worm. I step, I step forward to the viewing platform that I've built there, just next to the seafood buffet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On board. Yeah. And I stand there, and in the infernal tongue, I shout, Behold, great worm of Mineros, it is I. Eric Sanguinius, remember me. And as you speak in your infernal tongue, Thunden just looks at the rest of the happy boys and you can see she is flushed and extremely impressed by this. Oh, wow. And she's just like, oh. This is the moment. And as Thunden looks over to Henley, she sees he is extremely flushed and impressed with this. (laughs) Eric is very impressive right now. And Gluebrick's just looking around the ship wondering how it's hovering. Just being like, "Mm, interesting, interesting. (laughs) Do you remember me worm and the worm responds <laughs> yes <laughs> how how have you been <laughs> what have you been up to it's been a while uh, they can be tricky can't they <laughs> yes <laughs> well it, it, there is a deadline on these tax returns. <laughs> and and to be fair, if you, if you don't get them in on time, that is your problem. But enough! <laughs> I stand before you now to ask you this. We need passage to the portal to leave this plane of hell behind us. Oh, I think I think he's dying. And the worm opens its huge mouth, uh, and with a final shudder, it goes still. The worm died because it because the swamp drained and we killed it. Ah! Uh, so he wants us to go in its mouth. Yeah. Is that the idea? Well, that that's what it's suggesting. And I go, well, Zeppelin, we go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. very good. Saved yourself from another roll. Thank you. And still forwards, slides a Zeppelin into the this mouth. This airship is powered by puns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys in in your Zeppelin, you fly through the uh, mouth of this gargantuan worm, and you pass rows of razor sharp teeth and you go into the maw of this dead giant and you fly down its throat and fly in further and further into the darkness and eventually you emerge into the stomach in which Eric you had previously been nearly dissolved in acid mm. and you hover over the sort of shallow pool of acid that is left and you continue on and after a time flying through you notice that the flesh walls start to give way to stone and rock and you find yourself in a in a wide tunnel big enough to fit a zeppelin and the worm in some way this worm is a, is a living extension of mineros itself and it's it's part of the earth oh and wow eventually you reach a point at which the tunnel splits into four pathways and i'm devastated to say what that the pathways are too small for the zeppelin yeah no <laughs> I say we I'm sorry we have to leave it here trying to get the zeppelin through that hole it would be balloonacy <laughs> Look, take what you can from the seafood buffet and let us leave the Zeppelin. 
Can I can I ask? Were there was there a small armory on this zeppelin? There was, and there was a, an entire tailor's wing. Was there the tailor's wing? <laughs> yeah, you remember? Can I just grab some? Uh, you need to grab a pair of pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to allow this? Would be lovely. Very bold. <laughs> I mean, I, I, say. I think we've pushed our luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'll be happy with just the seafood bucket. Yeah, Ghoul's filled his pocket with fruit. I would be yeah. happy with just a, a longbow because I've lost all my weapons. Yeah, yeah. You Can, guys, you'd okay. have a bow on a ship, right? Eric, a, roll me a d20. What, what am I trying to roll for? Like, is it higher or lower? What, what am you I trying to go high? Well, a four won't help. No, <laughs> there's 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 no trousers on board. Is there a bow? Yes. Okay, I'll take a long bow. But there are no arrows. Okay. <laughs> no, there are arrows. There are arrows. Okay, well, you find, I, you find a bow and some arrows. I really quit um, bow and arrows. You find. I'm going to say you you find some uh, in in one of the fancier bedrooms. There are some curtains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I feel the fabric between my fingers, and I go, not bad. That's a connoisseur of curtains. He's getting pretty good at it. He tears <laughs> apart the curtains wraps it around his waist and i think i think he's okay <laughs> he's kind of sort of like immersion therapy yeah where... you know what? He, he, he puts puts it around his waist and just does a couple of practice lunges and says nice to have the freedom back <laughs> <laughs> so Henley, now you got you got your bow back no no sword just your bow i've taken i've i've adjusted my inventory i've taken the armor off i'm back nice. down to what i was on and uh gluebrick is presumably oh, yeah, still naked fully naked yeah, i've got no weapons oh. do, you, do you want uh do you I mean you can you can have Henley fashion you some curtains if you like yeah oh Henley, why, why are you in there you wouldn't mind getting me some curtains would you oh not a problem i'm getting pretty good at this and i tear up some more curtains into a loincloth yeah, I'm going to say it's because nice. it's bigger, it's even easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll wrap a little loincloth around Glubrick. There you go, She buddy. dressed me as well. Yeah, there you go. That's nice. There you go, Glubrick. Uh, sorry we had that little disagreement earlier. Thank you for the sacrifice you made. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm glad that I could, could show you that I I'm, I'm really am committed to all of you. And um, I'm going to really try my best. Thanks, Glubrick. And I, I lean my head forward so my horns are pointing towards him. And I say, hornsies, <laughs> hornsies. And we just like rub them. We knock horns together. Yeah. A couple of little Like cats. little goats. <laughs> little goats knocking horns. <laughs> uh, so you guys, are still, so you've dismounted, you've disembarked the uh, the Zeppelin and you were in front of four pathways. Now, this is uh, a little thing that's been uh, actually built by producer Gareth Tempest. Oh. I'm very excited. Uh, and this is a fun game with four different pathways. And basically the <laughs> rules of this game are that you will roll a D6 and that will equate to the amount of spaces that you can move forward. So each path has 20 spaces. And when you land on each space, each space has enough space for one person only. Sometimes bad things will happen. Sometimes good things will happen. Sometimes nothing will happen. You see that the portal is glowing at the end of this pathway. Are we taking a path each? Is that the idea? Up to you. There are oh. four paths. If we take the same path, then we can each learn from the person who went before us. Yes, yes. If we're all on the same path, then someone get, get goes to space five. And if it's good, then we all know we want to go to that. Yeah, let's not. But then we, how can we, you know, control our roles? It's just random. Good question, Ellie. So if you basically say you rolled a six, yeah. you don't have to take six spaces. You can go up to six. Oh, up to yeah, six. Yeah. Okay. But if Sorry, you obviously rolled that. a one, you could only go one. Okay, yeah. great. Well then, yes, it's definitely not split up. Which path do we pick? Guys, I think I'm full of confidence today. I've got the most health. I should go first. Which path should we pick? Oh, it's a different question. Um, right, okay. Uh, and Thunder just steps onto a path. <laughs> <laughs> I will warn you, before you pick a path, some of the squares are an instant kill. Oh my God. What? Yeah. What? That's... Yeah. That's I'm not going easy on you guys. Fucking squid game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus. All right. Well, I think that we should pick four because there are four of us, sorry, to... Thunden. Thunden. But oh, that's okay. Not, no, you guys, you guys got your own thing. You're normally here. No, Th Thunden, you're coming with me. Oh, uh, yes. If that's, if that's what you want. Yeah, sure. sure. Oh, yes. And I think maybe, Thunden, you could go first. No. <laughs> no, Henley, no. Just thinking out loud, you know, maybe maybe she's something I would call a, a non-player character. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Think more quietly. Okay. <laughs> I'll go first. Great. So is Ghoul, Ghoul stepping onto path number four. So... L, roll me mm. a d6. Five. So you may move up to five spaces. I'm going to move five spaces. Okay, you land on the square and bursting up from the square is a familiar stone-looking jester. Oh no, who? That you've <laughs> seen before and heard before. And he immediately speaks. Riddle me this, riddle me that. I sting like a bee and I move like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> what is always in front of you but can't be seen. 
Why does it always in front of me but can't be seen? I guess a, sha a shadow, but that's not in front of me. Uh, your future. And the riddle is answered. Yeah. 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 Very good. What's that you hear? Is it riddles ahoy? Yes, it is. I'm your riddle boy again. <laughs> <laughs> and you remain on that square. So square five is a riddle. That's so don't step that. on square five for me. <laughs> Henley. I'm going to go next. Yep, you can follow the same up. path. I'm not afraid. Right behind you, ghoul. I got a two. I may as well go two. You are hit with a poison dart. Ooh. Oh, no. And you will now take two damage every time you roll. <gasps> oh, piss. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go next. I'm, I'm a hero. That's two for me. I'm going to go two. You're going to go two? Mm-hmm. You are hit by a dart and you take Oh, is two. that what you did? Yeah. You I'm not good one. at this game because no, they're memory games. Good. No, well, I'll go one. I take you it back. No, you take it, mate. Say. No, you take two damage every time you yeah. roll. <laughs> oh, uh, idiot. Right, okay. Uh, do you want, yeah, Thunden and Eric can go together. Oh, great. Yeah, great. why not? Uh, three. Let's take square three. Great. As you step on the square, a spectre rises from the square. Now, this spectre has one hit point, but an armor class of 17. Wow. So you got to do one, one hit. you got to damage it once. I'll let you go first. I'll let you attack first. I'm going to cast Chill Touch because it gives undead disadvantage anyway. And on a hit, the target takes D8 necrotic damage. So 19, so that's uh, 23. Three. That's a hit, and you don't need to roll for damage because you're oh. definitely going to do one hit point. And so a spectre rises up, grips Thunden round the neck, and you just cast Chill Touch, and the spectre just vanishes instantly. Ha. I inspected better. <laughs> Thunden just says, nice. Come on, guys, a pun for every square. That's what we're going for. Yep, there we go. Okay, Ghoul, your turn. Four. Four, and are you going the full four? I'm going to go three. Ghoul, you find... A health potion. Oh, yes. nice. Wow, Thank very you. good. Ever you have a health potion. That's on space eight. Yeah, Let's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make notes of this. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get pick, your pen and paper, guys. Yeah. yeah, Henley, roll me a d6. Five. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm really scared of just hitting the wrong thing now. I'll go forward four spaces. Okay, so Henley steps past the spectre, steps past the riddle, and onto the space. Past the riddle, the stone depresses, and nothing happens. You're Ooh. safe. You're fine. Nothing happens on this on this particular. But the stone space. depresses. No, it didn't. Sad no. stone. Yeah, just yeah, it's, it's, it's depressed stone. It's literally, <laughs> you step on it, it just goes. Oh. You, you made masonry less happy. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, Glubrick, you're on space two. Roll me a d6. That's a three. So I'm going to go... Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to space five. Thank you very much, Dave. So you're going to move forward the full three. Mm -hmm. And you land on the riddle square and the familiar stone jester pops up. Oh, oh, hi, hi there. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Knock, knock, knock. I just thought I'd let you know. It's riddle o'clock! <laughs> <laughs> what can break even if you never pick it up or touch it. Your confidence. I th technically, yeah, I suppose that is an answer. <laughs> yeah. It's not the answer, but yeah. What can you break mm -hmm. even though you can't touch it? You can never pick it up or, or touch it. Concentration. Again, a very good Not the one I've got here. Break, uh, a promise. Yes, and the riddle is answered. <laughs> and the stone jester retracts back. Indeed, many answers there may be, but you found the right one to get through me. This has been joyful and so much fun. Congratulations, Blue Brick Bubble Dung. <laughs> and we are back with Eric and Thunder. I rolled a one, so I can only go to square four. Ooh. You step on square four, the stone depresses, nothing happens. Oh. You and Thunder are safe. It's another sad one. Cool. <laughs> one. No, that's pushing. You step cool. forward one. Yeah. Again, you are safe. Woo! You guys are finding all the safe squares. Okay. This is very, good. Very good. Okay, Henley. So I'm on square six currently. Oh, I rolled a two, so I go to square eight. Yay. And you pick up another health potion. Love it. I need that because I just lost two health for rolling. Yes, very good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have taken two hits. Yeah, you should yeah. take two, two damage each time. The health potion will restore five hit points. I may as well knock it back now. Yep. You can I'll do just that. do that. And bump yourself up. Blue brick. Roll me a six. Six. You can move up to six bases. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to move to 11. You find 
a magic item. No, I don't. Ooh. Yes, really. And I feel like I've just won like an Olympic medal, and I'm like, oh my guys, guys, did you see? I won, I won an award. <laughs> you find a gift donated to us by Mel, and you find Mel. the fourth wall brick and this unassuming looking brick when dropped onto any hard surface will instantly multiply and become a wall the width height and depth of the wall are determined by a roll of d10s and d100s so basically what you do is you you roll to see if it's millimeters centimeters meters or kilometers thick and then you then you roll to see how like deep and how high it is that's great you could drop it and it become 10 kilometers thick wall yeah yeah destroys everything in its path yeah yeah (laughs) wow i love that what's it called the fourth wall brick so you you create imagine you create a wall in front of you with one brick that's amazing and it's gone to glue brick thank you mel eric I rolled a six, and I'm on square four. Where do you want to move? Uh, square ten. <laughs> going to go straight to square ten. You and Thunden return to the start. Oh, oh, oh snakes bad. and ladders. Oh. You are teleported straight back to the start. Brutal. Ghoul, roll me a d6. Three. Are you going to go the full three? Uh-huh. Again, you find a safe square. Fucking nice. yes. Oh, Smashing cool. it. Henley. Oh, two. Oh, I know that that start again is at 10, so I'm going to just go one space forward. Just go one, that is safe space. Yeah. Henley playing the game like a legend, and you take two damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blue brick, D6. That's a five. I'm going to take it. A full five, I'm going to 16. <gasps> safe square. Oh, safe Gosh. square. Oh, we're not far away. Uh, Eric? Two. But I'm not going to step two, because that's a poison dart. Yeah. Nice. Step one. Okay. Instant death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw. I'm afraid that's a natural one. Whoa. You are caught in a trap and hung upside down. <laughs> oh, no. But you take the trap and Thunden, Thunden's fine. Thunden's like, oh, no, Eric, Eric, I will cut you down. And she starts to try and cut you down. Uh, ghoul. One. For your next turn, you have a free six roll move. Oh, my God. What do you mean? So on your next turn, you can move up to six spaces. Ooh, okay, cool. great. Henley. Okay, come on. Big roller. <laughs> So I'll go to 12. And you step and you are safe on 12. I take another bit of damage. Glue break. That is a four, so I can get to the finish. So you're you're currently on... 16. 16. Yeah, and you boldly step to the finish. You stand on the last square and everything disappears from underneath your feet. And the tunnel huh? is back to normal. Ooh, oh, and oh. you you have safe passage now to the end Yay. where the portal is spin- is beckoning you, is spinning. Oh my god, oh, guys, we did it! We did it! Well done, well done, everyone! As Eric thuds to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you all get to the portal. It is unguarded. Okay. Does this not seem a bit shifty? Should we try That's throwing something in yeah, it? Shouldn't there be like devils and stuff in going into it? I don't know. It was it was concealed underneath the whole city. That now it's only become exposed because we've drained the whole swamp. I think we could. Is there a stone? Yeah, yeah, the stones Pick are. up a stone and throw it in. You throw it in, it goes through the portal. Right. Guys, it's safe. Come, come on down. And I walk through. Okay, okay I, I follow straight behind Glubrick and happily charge into the portal. Yeah, and uh, I do the same. <laughs> and so Ghoul, Glubrick and Henley are just walking through the portal. Six layers to go. <laughs> <laughs> you step into the portal, leaving Eric and Thunden stood next to the portal. Thunden, come with us. We're going to get out of hell. It'll be a long, arduous journey, but I'm sure we can make it and we are stronger together. Eric, I have to say, I have never met anyone quite as uh, wonderful as you. Uh, <sighs> such intelligence and uh, such a wonderful, creative mind. To be honest, I, I've never connected with someone in, uh, like this, and I never thought this would happen in hell, <laughs> of all places. No. But I'm so sorry to say, my place is here in this new oasis that you have given me. No, 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 no. We've only just found each other. You, you can't stay here. Eric, please, you must go. The city could collapse on us at any second. Uh, c- come with us, and we can return to Earth Eric, a- and to the I mortal plane. I would love nothing more than to share the rest of my mortal life with you. And she leans in and she kisses you. <gasps> it's genuinely beautiful and passionate, oh, and it's, it's like you've never been kissed before. And she looks you in the eye and she says, I will see you in another death, Eric. And she just shoves you through the portal. (gasps) You see her just uh, waving through the portal as it closes. And you hear a distant boom as the tunnel begins to collapse and the portal snaps shut. Thunder! 
Thank you for listening to Hell or High Rollers. That was episode 12. I am Dave Hearn. I am your GM. Eric Sanguinius was played by Adam Megiddo, Ellie Morris as Ghoul, Henry Shields as Henley Whispers, Chris Leesk as Glubrick, Bumbledunk, and the Riddler is, of course, played by the wonderful Harry Kershaw. If you're loving this podcast, as usual, head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for our Patreon. We've got all kinds of tiers offering you all kinds of sweet extra bits. You can find a side campaign run by our very own Henry Shields, DM notes from me, which gives you detailed insight into each episode, and you could also see how much the players ruined all of my well-laid plans. We've also got our initial trial episode that is exclusive to Patreon, as well as a whole load of extra content, audio and PDFs, all kinds of things, anything you could imagine, it's there. Get yourselves on over and sign on up. And while you're there, you can also meet legends like George Cooper, Tanya, Kirsty Cameron, Kat, Sam Nuri, Laney, Paige, Chris Walker, Samantha Corey, and Joanne Moody. The theme song is by Max Runham. Thanks for listening, and good night. When you get through nine layers of hell, you'll have a hell of a story to tell. You're heading back to life, back to the grind, but it ain't that like you do so well. Keep telling myself to stay strong. You know I ain't done nothing wrong. I can feel it in my soul that this ain't where I belong Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.